0: Bye.
1: Gentlemen, welcome back to the Big Chillin' podcast. On today's episode, we have Blaze Lapine. How's it going, brother?
2: What's going on, boys? Big Chillin'.
1: Yes, sir. <coughs> How you doing?
2: Good, man. So, uh, caught me in the middle of the day here, but I want to jump on because want to support the boys. You know, help get the name out. Maybe give some advice or hear what you got going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got some gaming shit going on. I love that industry so. Yeah, Come man. shoot the shit a little bit.
1: Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So, as some of the viewers don't know, um, who are you? Like, how did
2: you? I do gay porn. <laughs> gay porn <actually>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how did you get to the position you are in today? What are some roadblocks that you've uh ran into throughout the years?
2: Fuck oh, yeah. man, i been I do uh social media marketing. Um, I do sales and management and uh fuck man i've been in the last like six years i've worked at like five or six different agencies um each one i decided to leave because of a certain factor like love i love all of them but it just wasn't a good spot for me Mm -hmm. and i found a spot now that is absolutely mint but um each uh each agency i kind of took a little bit of stuff from each one but yeah i basically started and ended and restarted like five or six times but really found my spot now and um I think a little bit of experience throughout the years in each place that I went to really has set me up to who I am today so even though at the time it may seem like a little bit of a hiccup I look back at it now and it's like a necessary roadblock that has set me up to be where I am now and you know have the connections and the experience and the knowledge that I have
1: yeah that's awesome man oh
2: yeah. yeah bro.
1: so like you were saying that you've been at like five or six different companies right so like <laughs> you took certain aspects of each company right and then it kind of like made you into like the superstar that you are at this company right type shit
2: yeah so like yeah i'll give you an example so like one agency um we worked with higher-end com- uh, clients like uh, good life fitness and ans homes that's local here in manitoba and uh, that was my first experience of working with higher end clients, like those top tier ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, another agency, I really got to experience setting and closing. What's the difference between that and one is setting like a sale up, like qualifying? And then the other one is actually the ability to close a deal. So that's something I took from there. Um, and then, for example, doing my, uh, my own agency, which was Trendsetters for a while. I still have some clients there, but I mostly focus on high key. <laughs> But um, I learned the backend stuff, the work that goes into the finances, um, you know, creating the, a proper proposal, um, you know, staff management, project management, um, all of that came from that. So uh, yeah, so a little bit of everything, but um, yeah, I guess the, the, the big takeaways is, um, I guess, the, the confidence I have now, mm-hmm. knowing that I know what I'm talking about. And I think that comes through when i'm speaking on the phone or when i'm talking to people i it's there's no doubt in my mind that something's going to work or not it's just about you know if they can get going on it and i think also i'm pretty creative like i have fucking crippling adhd (laughs) and in (laughs) any other industry any other industry it'll probably like it hurt me but in this industry it actually helps me a lot because i can be very creative and think on the spot so when i'm on a call with someone um and they have like a problem i can my brain is already thinking of 15 solutions Mm -hmm. for that so it's yeah a little bit of everything man
1: yeah that's awesome um yeah dude so like man back in the day back in the partying days of fucking blaze when you were the fucking dj (laughs) why like what made you get into that and also why did you stop and do you have the like crazy good times while you were doing it oh
2: dude i i fucking love that shit but, um, I guess, I guess I needed a strong plan B. Um, and I built that, I missed the fuck out of it. Um, I, I wish it was something that I did continue to put effort into it, but I'm also super happy with where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in life, but yeah, no, I missed the shit out of it, man. That's um, with
1: Zach
2: yeah, the, too, right? yeah, with Zach, but, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely miss it. And, uh, I still like put sets together um, just for fun sometimes. And I do some like little events with my buddies and stuff. But um, yeah, no, for sure. And I, the thing that's um, that actually led me to marketing was from when I was DJing, um, realizing like how big of marketing is like the music industry, man, is 99% marketing, 1% talent. Mm-hmm. It's about and, and it's I don't care if people agree or disagree with me. I know I'm right on that. Um, there's like if you look at some examples like, Little Nas X yes his fucking music is catchy but I guarantee without the marketing strategies that he's been doing he would not be as relevant as he is now and the same idea with Kanye like these big elaborate like Rentine Arena and all that like Mm -hmm. how much hype that got around his stuff like all that stuff is so important um and I work with a lot of musicians and I've worked with a lot of musicians and and they have to always just nail down like um with the progression of uh um tools like back like even if you look like 30 years ago if you wanted to be a musician you have to have some crazy talent and you had um uh you know the ability to work on these crazy programs nowadays i could pick up my cell phone and make a fucking banger in 25 minutes and it will be ready for the fucking radio Mm -hmm. and so now you have even more competition and you all you need is like you know that's why all these big celebrities like um fuck what's that tic tac girl uh
1: charlie uh, d'amelio like the d'amelio twins or
2: whatever bella, uh bella bella not, uh bella porsche
1: oh yeah bella. yeah that yeah. that yeah. yeah so
2: she so she's crazy on tiktok and she released a, a music video on youtube and it was the most viewed uh, in 24 hour music video ever on youtube so Jesus. just like she correlates and shows you like this girl who got famous from doing this like stupid little head video is now a massive fucking artist that could sell out arenas mm-hmm. um to because of social media but, yeah, no, it's it's crazy, man. But, yeah, it's it's definitely something I missed, though. I was fucking used to rage. I had a lot of good times, a lot of bad times, a lot of scary Sundays waking up not knowing what happened. So. <laughs> you don't miss those. Yeah. yeah. Man. Been there for a couple of those <laughs> with you. Yeah. Yeah, don't miss those, man. Yeah.
1: Man, do you remember back in the, what was it? scary me, man. The Elevate Days. Yeah, back at scary. the fucking scary. Uh, weekend after party. Rick, when he had oh his concert, God. and then, like, oh everyone God. came back to Elevate after. I don't know. Were you there? I, I was there.
0: there. Yeah, and Blaze was there. It was,
1: it was packed. Like, do you know, like, the whole thing that happened? Like, we got in so much trouble for that. We were, like, double or triple the capacity oh. and, like, all that other shit.
0: Like, there was fucking... Yeah, like, it like, was, like, shoulder to <laughs> shoulder. The VIP lounges weren't even anything because everyone was just piling up everywhere. I remember wearing an Iverson jersey. (laughs) That was like right when Post Malone came out white Iverson. (laughs) Dude, I
2: I remember we used to do some funny shit. Like we used to like if a night was slow, we would send people to like the lines of other bars and tell (laughs) people to hand out like free drink coupons. yeah man i miss Uh, those steal them steal them (laughs) all over (laughs) yeah exactly
1: those were those were the good old days those were scary days (laughs) yeah i mean yeah scary days to (laughs) you oh
2: yeah no no they were fun but uh i definitely like um it was a I'm like i don't regret it at all like mm-hmm. if anything i wish it kept going with it but yeah it slowly just faded and um it, it never picked back up but yeah, it's something i missed for sure yeah
0: club scene is so weird now like oh. we oh. went out for the first time in like a couple years to go see peter the other day
2: oh yeah and, peter and was,
0: yeah and it was just weird in there it was like just so many young kids, you know, I like, fuck, we used to be those kids. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, but, but
1: the difference between us and those kids were that like, you know, we we were in the VIP booths. So we were like the top dogs at the club. Like we were the fucking promoters. Blaze was the fucking DJ. And it's like, you know, you had those people. Like I that, the, like that group. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, compared to the other kids, it's like they're spending hundreds of dollars every fucking night to go out and try to get fucked up.
2: Yeah, no, we definitely had like a little like family built up around there as yeah. that well. Was, that was, it was
1: good. I mean, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't really regret anything, but there was some, there were some times and some people you don't really talk to anymore. And it's like, you look back and it's like, were you really my friend or were you just my friend because we were in the party scene, you know?
2: Oh, dude, the amount of people that I, like, stopped talking to because of that, and that's something, too, like, another big thing, like, not to get all fucking deep and corny, but <laughs> even in the last, like, five, or no, not five years, in the last, like, year and a half, two years, I've been cutting people out of my life, like, left and right, if they're not important to me, and I've really, like, noticed, like, in terms of, like, uh just, like, like, success, that you are who you surround yourself with, and mm-hmm. I really, truly believe that, and if you, like, we're talking and we're not thinking of ways to elevate ourselves or to, you know, make more money or to become better people or whatever, then it's, it, I don't want that person in my life. Like I'm, I'm looking to, you know, be better. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's it. And it's just, you, you slowly realize that. Yeah. Or slowly, you just start cutting mm-hmm. those people out. And, and then once you find your core and you look back at the people that you're hanging out with, you go like, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah.
1: yeah. And you also see like the, the fucking people you used to hang out with and shit are still partying like exactly what you're saying like they're like at a standstill and you're like fucking you know you're busting through the roof type mm-hmm. shit <laughs> yeah, trying to get out of there man yeah
2: yeah but I mean everyone has their own shit but yeah I don't know just not you, it wasn't uh, for me anymore at that level anyway and have you noticed fucking...
0: have you noticed you've been cutting a lot of people off more because of like them trying to use you for your marketing stuff
2: oh no no no, man i i don't do that if anything with local stuff man like um like we we don't work with anyone well we work with a couple people locally here but most people like at the scale that we're looking for people they it's just either can't um mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a fucking douchebag like can't afford us or or don't want to give us like the creative freedom to like go like we want to do big campaigns with like top end celebrities right and that mm-hmm. stuff doesn't come cheap um but yeah no um any any like people like any of my friends whenever they reach out like I think even will like I, yeah. I've, I've, I've I've tossed a bunch of free marketing shit at like I, I don't I I don't mix friends and business because I've done that before and either you know it's it's such a like hit or miss industry where like unless you're investing a bunch of money and I can guarantee something like if we're trying to do something on a smaller scale and you're really dependent on these results in terms for like a return on investment in terms of money or views or whatever it can be so hard and it's such a hit or miss and then people get upset like oh I spent money and didn't get this result or I wanted more results or it cost too much or like there's all this shit and then there's a headache between it or something goes wrong and then it ruins the relationship and it's just mm. not worth it for me anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Cause yep. I, I remember back in the day when we were still parting and shit, I actually reached out to you for a bit. I think this is when you were at only new or it might've been a different company and you helped me grow my Instagram to like the highest it's ever been. And like, mm-hmm. it was, it was good, but it's just like the whole, you see that you get the results. But it's like what kind of uh what's kind of behind the curtain right like what is the work that you're putting in like what do you you know mm-hmm. like are you doing long nights like short nights like a lot of people don't really understand the shit that you do because like i always see you always on social media you're always working you know you're fucking producing shit all the time you've worked with what do you just do a giveaway with taiga if i'm uh, correct, yeah we did with
2: like yeah like some of the big names we've done stuff with is like kevin hart um that well i'm just talking about the agency yeah um kevin hart um snoop dogg uh, like lana rhodes we did stuff with i remember um, that um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I i really want to get into uh like the business side of stuff too because right now we're doing a lot of influencers and this is something like um it's not my call in the company mm-hmm. obviously but and i Luke and Jordan, who are the, the owners and the founders of the company, I'm behind them 100%. Like those guys are absolute animals and they obviously have success for a reason. I, but I would like to do something where it's like, um, like if we got something with like Gary Vee or like, um, we're talking about actually doing stuff with like Nick Merckx, that'd be fucking awesome.
1: That'd be awesome. Yeah.
2: Because I, I would be able to do a lot of cool stuff in those niches where like, like for example, if I have a, a lawyer client and we're doing a giveaway with like 21 savages audience, like those just don't
0: correlate, right? Like yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna mix well. Yeah. yeah. Like the 21 Savage audience. They might need a lawyer.
2: Yeah, 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 Maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: But the people that are fucking entering to win a car are normally like the millennials or the Gen Z that are um maybe not where they want to be yet like those like top tier dogs like they're not going out and following 50 people to potentially win a car like Mm -hmm. it's just not in their in their range which is completely fine it's there's a right person for every service and some it's perfect for them and some it's not but yeah it's still a it's a killer service it's one of the best ways to grow your page if like the niche is right for you Mm -hmm. but yeah so trying to hopefully do some stuff with that i also really want to get into the fucking gaming industry i'm like a diehard and that I'm... um We've done something with FaZe Rug before.
1: That's sick. That's so awesome. Done,
2: yeah, so we did a giveaway with him. I'd love to do something with Banks. Um
1: Oh, that'd be the I dream. Like, that'd yeah.
2: be the dream. I've been watching those guys, like, literally for, like, seven to eight years.
0: I remember we talked about it. We, like, went at that rave or whatever. We literally, like, me and you just, like, fucked off to have a dart or whatever and, like, yeah, just talked gaming for, like, an hour. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was wearing my FaZe Clan shirt. You were, like,
2: no way (laughs) yeah yeah no it's it's because it's rare to see people in this in the city doing uh fucking anything to do with gaming like especially repping a face hoodie like that's one of the things too i think a lot of people um mess up with for merch is that they they create these like this clothing that is like super like around their name like it'll just be like their name where it's like even if I support someone, like, I wouldn't necessarily want to wear that because it's not too flashy. Where FaZe is, like, like that brand. They built that brand for how many fucking years? So it's, like, a yeah. cool brand. And then they also do, like, sweet collaborations, like, with Champion and all that, which obviously some brands can do. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, um, if you, like, if, for, like, anyone who's thinking about doing some type of merch, I'd suggest doing something that's, like, not necessarily even your name, but just, like, a, like, I don't know if you guys know who Ms. Kiff is.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm
2: yeah so he's a huge twitch streamer and he has the uh pepega whatever that fucking thing is on twitch, yeah like the, the, the little frog and yeah. that's like how like pepe, many fucking pepe people G would rock or the... whatever
0: pepe yeah or whatever.
2: yeah so like i could see people rocking the hell out of that and it doesn't need to be like i support if it's like a cool brand that they like or like teddy fresh teddy fresh from h3h3 that's mm-hmm. another fucking killer brand that uh you know it doesn't need to have big h3h3 on it but um, everyone knows that that's the brand they kind of support it but yeah it's just a little side thing for
0: Merge. even like yeah. nick mercs like his whole thing like he doesn't have his name on his clothing at all it's just m fam with like yeah. the big oh, yeah. trojan spartan yeah. helmet like it's something cool like even phase it's just the fc like logo lots of the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and like optic like mm-hmm. they just like the og like there's just so many and like It works if it's just so clean and simple not like yeah like you were saying like i support so and so like a huge on a fucking shirt like yeah exactly like nick a30 is the perfect example of that every single one of his clothing pieces has like nick a30 somewhere on it and it's like his
2: audience also (laughs) is like four year olds so
0: yeah even like (laughs) ninja ninja stuff but like yeah, always but, has like but he's different yeah
2: like, that guy. yeah that's that's on a different scale that's like
0: yeah that's yeah, I would like put Adidas, like, like, yeah
2: that's like nike i was just gonna yeah. say yeah like that's when you're on that a, a different level like
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: but even like drake like having the owl like the uh, whatever, so yeah clean. like that so exactly but that's like i don't need to have this big drake thing you know you think of the bird you think of him like yeah but yeah that's just a little thing from merch i think a lot of people are um overlooking because it's like yeah your friends and family will support you but if then if you can make a, something <coughs> that people really want to wear and not just to wear it to support you mm-hmm. then you got a winning product there yeah
0: because a lot of time like lots of people like these days like 100 thieves started as an apparel company before yeah. they were a gaming brand
2: i love 100 thieves Fuck, yeah do.
0: love it <laughs> Their clothes are next level. The collabs they're doing, like, I think FaZe and 100 Thieves are winning in, like, the gaming scene for apparel. Because, like, mm-hmm. dude, like, my mouse pad I have in front of me is a Marikami FaZe clan. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how? Like, how? Like, you get one yeah. of the biggest Japanese dudes to ever do it, collabing with a gaming corp. Yeah,
2: absolutely. But, it's,
0: but like, it's just so trippy. Yeah, 100%.
2: Dude, I, I think uh, hundred thieves is doing a lot of stuff, right? They I think they need to sign a couple more people, but like getting Valkyrie in there and getting
1: like Suicide Star Lynch in
2: there. <laughs> yeah, <Suicide laughs> Star. I remember you wanted to do that for a while, hey, but you can't you, you can't go to the state. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: whatever. I, you can be a content creator. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking of doing because like the the reason I actually went for a hundred thieves was because of their COD team. And while I was grinding, like, I got recognition. I got recognition from fucking Kenny. I got recognition from Priesta. Like, Priesta hosted me, bro. Like, that was probably one of the fucking craziest things ever. And, like, I I, I was playing with fucking Kenny. I was playing with, like, some of these pros and shit that people are, like, they wish that they could play with, you know? I have, like, Octane, Kenny, Priesta, and I don't know who else on my fucking PlayStation still as my friends. Yep. And it's like, you go into their streams and they're they still like remember you and shit and it's just fucking wild because it's like those yeah, no, those, those are the people crazy. that you look up to right
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's a lot of people don't understand like how like uh, what's that saying it's not what you know it's who you know a couple mm-hmm. of good connections inside of things man you get people that start talking about you
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's fucking good yeah, but that's man. why it's like it's one of the like good but super toxic things in terms of the social media world mm-hmm. and i think la is like a perfect example of that You hear people say it over and over and over again how, like, everyone in L.A. is fake and they're all using each other. And it's because it's, like, one post from someone can, like, drastically change someone's
1: career, right? Fuck, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to uh, give away anything for maybe future upcoming podcasts, but I have been talking. I'm waiting for him to reply to my DM and uh, 100T... That, that
0: that's one that's yeah. like that's like one of my holy grails i consistently am in his chat he yeah. knows who i am we talk he <laughs> calls me his ginger brother all the time i mean not anymore now
1: but, <laughs> but uh, yeah man honestly like I, i've been i've watched a hundred thieves like fucking i've supported them i've watched the all back in the day i've watched like classy all those guys like get to where they are and like classy's doing classy and avalanche with mr Beast now like they moved to california no no carolina carolina yeah north carolina <laughs> yeah, yeah to do like shit with mr Beeson it's like if i can get even one of them on the podcast or even just like them to notice and be like okay he's doing something right and like i need to like you know come and chat with him more in his stream. but it's like he streams when i'm sleeping so it's like yeah. d- do i risk losing sleep you know to get like mm-hmm. this like top clientele
2: that's I think so, Yeah. always yes, yeah, <laughs> so you can always get sweet back,
1: yeah, man yeah, man. um,
2: speaking of Mr. Beast, that fucking uh is doing the squid game video soon, yeah, that's gonna that be video not. might actually break the fucking internet, like I think that video is getting minimum a hundred million views on YouTube, oh I
0: think dude, like probably in a week, yeah, a couple days it,
2: that's gonna be a dumb video, um. I just like know some of the people was talking about. Like you slowly see like these little like weeks of these videos of people. I, I saw uh, someone from FaZe was trying to get into it, and and he answered saying he
1: was too uh, he was too short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. And he's like, can you talk to like
0: yeah, banks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, dude, that's funny. But I think yeah, Beast wants like what four hundred people. He's like, give me a month to gather up like four hundred yeah. people, and I'll make he, the oh, craziest yeah. video ever
2: it's the only thing that sucks with doing all this is he's losing the uh the hype of the squid games each day that goes mm-hmm. by squid games becoming a little bit less relevant mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you were to drop that video like last week probably had an extra like t- added an extra 20 million views on it because it's so relevant for oh, everyone yeah, for sure and also it depends on like what scale like he's going to like oh, if he's Mr. making B. it so <laughs> i know but I, but I i like i know the prize will be big and the influencers will be big but i mean like if he's actually going to hurt these people, like, I'm talking, like, an actual, like, maybe, like, a paintball gun or something, or, like, something where people are, like, like genuinely scared to get, like, hurt. Like, I can see him probably doing, like, a big bouncy house type shit. Like, That'd be sick. And it's going to be, it's going to be, well, I mean, it's going to be okay, but it's not going to, like, I don't know. It, It's going to be, we'll, we'll see. He does I think some I,
0: saw, I saw one of his tweets, and he wants to fully recreate every single thing from the show. Probably. Like, every yeah. set. Every set exactly how they had it in the show. Kill people off. It's like, he's got the
2: <laughs> yeah, money a, to do it. <laughs> I, I saw some guy who was like, "It'd be cool to see like actual deaths or something." <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> what <video>? what <laughs> the <accent>. fuck? <laughs>
1: oh, he was crazy.
0: I think Mr. Beast has like the second most viewed video on YouTube or something under under PewDiePie, but he said he refuses to pass PewDiePie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was subscriptions. The biggest was most viewed is uh despacito
0: oh that would make sense yeah yeah that Dude, that's in so like it's... the billions probably close to fucking trillions.
2: Despacito trillion. has 7.5 billion that's holy
0: 7. fuck <laughs> yeah i know b yeah. said he'll never pass pewdiepie like he'll make sure that he can't pass pewdiepie he's like that's yeah, our god we're... we can't get rid of him and they were like have you ever met him and he's like no
2: <laughs> yeah i saw that <laughs> i just think
0: that he's really funny. cool I was like, holy shit, like, you praise this guy. You've, like, you'd think PewDiePie would want to meet Mr. Beast? Like, they're both, like, the top of the food chain of the YouTube industry. It's like, you think they'd be, like, friends or something. But they, like, don't yeah. talk. Like, they oh, don't really God. know each other. It would be,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he's in this video coming up.
0: That'd be crazy. He
1: could be, like, the little old man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not, like, not like, yeah. it's the running it all.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely
1: so do you want to get more into like depth of some of the stuff that you do for your social media marketing and like kind of tell people you know like how it all works because you know some people may not know uh
2: yeah well i'll give like a, a basic breakdown a lot of people they think like algorithm and algorithms are obviously important and like content and everything is important but social media when you break it down to the core is human psychology people do actions on emotions that's why you see these you know um like for example there's a guy going viral right now on tiktok because he needed a new scooter and then they started some money up for him and it was like a five thousand dollar scooter and he's at like hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar raised um so people like people react on emotion whether it be you know laughing or um, crying or you know, confused or, like, weird, like, it's why, I like, something like Gangnam Style was such a hit, because even though it was weird, everyone had, like, a funny opinion on it, and it was just kind of, it made you think, um, so when you really, like, break it down, it's, like, so there's, there's uh, three styles of content. There's hub, help, and hero, and your hub content is something, so your help content is Obviously answering any questions, um, you know, giving out some type of value and then your hub content is something that you can consistently post on a daily basis that you can create with your content and then your hero content is the things that make you go big so like um, Nike, for example. doing stuff with the Olympics. That's hero, like doing these big influencer stuff with like LeBron and stuff. And then their daily content is just them um, showcasing their clothing or their, you know, maybe some events or some type of sponsorships, but the top things there. But um, yeah, so realistically, I think a lot of people also, um, what when they're starting up, they're, they're overanalyzing. In today's age, especially when you're looking at something like TikTok, <clears throat> you never know what's going to fucking go big.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You never know. Um, so it's about, and, and one of the things the, the conversation is always a battle of quality or quantity. And I think that quality actually comes with quantity. So the more you post, the more you get comfortable in front of the camera, the more you're, you know, you interact, the more you're asking your audience what they want, the, that quality will come there. Uh-huh. Um, because at the end of the day, what you think is going to work is an opinion, just like, you know so if i put out 100 videos and i see one that's working that i didn't think it was going to go it's at the end of the day it's my own opinion that has been fabricated in my head and i actually have no idea what my audience is going to react to and that's why some of these videos on these big influencers they bomb and then like you know melk with you know they're putting the coke in the back and doing the coke prank pop their whole career off and now they have a whole career because of one video right mm-hmm. so it's it's it's, yeah, so I, I guess the my my two things were I guess for like suggestions would be um, be frequent, consistency is so fucking important, and listen to your audience and really try to hit people emotionally, whatever emotion you're trying to hit, um, whether it be, yeah, happy, sad, or exciting, whatever it may be. and and try to be creative. Especially like right now with trends, like TikTok is a fucking powerhouse mm-hmm. and you have so much opportunity. It's it's the first algorithm in so long that supports new creators. And you know, I see people just like jumping on to trends and just like doing the same old shit. Like I fucked around with TikTok for like two weeks just to mess around and I was getting like twenty thousand views at a hundred thousand views on a video. Like I was just messing around. Um, but yeah, that, that platform is a So yeah, yeah, is there any like Any questions in particular that you want to know, or is it just, like, kind of what I just said there? Just,
1: like, kind of what you said there, you know, just in case uh, some people are going to get into, like, the marketing or thinking about getting into it, you know? And they just kind of want, like, an insight, in a sense. Mm
2: -hmm. So, are you, are you, um, is your audience mostly gaming right now?
1: Um, honestly, we're just, our audience is pretty much everyone. Like, we're just, uh, fuck, what is... What would you say it is, Tay? It
0: depends on the video we put out. Like if it's a gaming video, the gaming people will watch. If it's a video like this, like a marketing type deal like that, that kind of will draw people in. Like yesterday we did one about like fitness and like sports and stuff like that. Those that'll bring in that kind of fan base. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like all, all over the place, depending on what we post, it kind of seems so far. So I wouldn't even be able to like categorize our audience as a whole yet. I think it all just depends on what we're putting out and what people are, like, interested in listening to. Because if someone who doesn't game, right, like, they're not going to want to listen to a full gaming podcast. But Mm -hmm. if they're, like, into sports and stuff, they're going to click on the sports one. But then it might pique their interest to be like, okay, I like this episode. So let's give the other ones a shot and see what they're like and, you know.
2: Yeah, I think personality builds into it as well. The Mm -hmm. more people get to enjoy you and become a friend of you. And the more they'll watch, right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Because we have, we have one right now, that is music with Max wins. We oh. have a the first one we ever did. Honestly, it was so weird because we were just like, "Yo, okay, let's go and make a podcast episode real quick." It was off the top. We have one cod one. Uh, do we have a? Sp- we have two sports ones out. Oh, I think
0: yeah one or two movie talk we yeah did once. yeah
1: that one we have uh movie review we have the fitness one uh one with a full-time twitch streamer so that's like kind of like the gaming and streaming community and shit and then we I have, have some stuff for that yeah and then we have what one one for betting like my buddy because he's a bookie we have one for that oh it's nice Yeah. You see
2: I won 15K the other day?
1: Yeah, I saw that. That's fucked, man. On what? (laughs) That's wild.
2: On fucking Sweet Bonanza.
0: Holy shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was doing 2K buys. It was getting getting sweaty. I was literally sweating. But yeah, that's awesome, man. A little bit of everything that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a little bit of, I guess, like, value I can toss at Twitch streamers. Um. Well, one of the biggest things is while you're streaming you don't grow that's like the one of the biggest things that unless you're doing like some crazy subathon like. um, um Whatever his name was the one that he went like eight days lugwood yeah, um, Literally, oh, yeah. or yeah. it was way more than eight days, I think I was, like, it was four. over
1: a month yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but. yeah like um i don't remember if you remember what i was doing a little bit but when i was fucking around with streaming i was hosting tournaments try to build some type of community and my average viewers during that was like 15 to 20 and then i also did this thing and this is and again coming back to like kind of trying to think outside the box when you're doing something like Mm -hmm. just taking a step back and thinking hey like what would legitimately make someone want to watch me? because fucking streaming is so hard to maintain like how do you fuck like everyone has ADHD nowadays and it's like they're constantly getting fed new stuff like that so it's like what's gonna make me sit down and watch this guy for you know mm-hmm. a while so what I was like one of the things I was doing was, um I got a, spon- a sponsorship from here in the city from a restaurant that was brand new and wanted to um get some new people in there and influencers in there so they're doing half off food and booze for a whole years what they offered me and basically because warzone was the big game at that time we had an hour that we played um so we'd have to start a game within within that timeline and if we won within that hour then they got half off food and booze for a whole year yeah i remember that you yeah and but and not also like some of the ones i was averaging like 30 40 viewers and you know that was like my third fourth stream like right off the bat i was getting those numbers so Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um i think instead of just like only focusing so much on the game it's like how can i make this you know entertaining go outside of the box thinking about it um and look at just like a platform and say how can i flip this around um another example of like something in my mindset that like i'm trying to figure out how one of my clients can use um, i'm looking at the instagram grid so if you think about instagram you've been thinking about it the same way every time you post videos and you know photos on there i was like how can i utilize this grid to try to do something creative to try to think outside the box and keep something entertaining Mm -hmm. so I was thinking if like something like, for example, a brand like Coca-Cola, or like one of these big ones wanted to do like something that's engaging, that's maybe like a storybook, or like, let's say for example, a theater company that's wants to highlight some of their stuff. So have you ever done one of those books where it's like you start on page one and you go to page whatever, like, it's choose your own destiny type yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do something like that on Instagram, like have the whole page, whole grid black, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, whatever, and you, you have a start here box and you, get people to go there and they swipe and there's a video, it's a storyline. And then you go to page six or whatever. Right. So that's yeah. like a whole new way to utilize this grid, this whole way. That's like interactive that people are going to see and they're going to be like, oh, like, you know, what the, what the hell is this? Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, if you go on, a what's, what was it called again? Um, uh, I, was I don't know if, if are if your editing skills have this, but if you go on to, um, uh instagram and search up osborne street fest okay that was another example that we we did something where maybe i can just show you guys but here i can show you on the map
0: okay yeah. this is
2: so this is the grid and basically it was everything and we had the whole map so you could see where the bathrooms are everything and then if you want to click like see what this place is you can see
1: oh, oh okay yeah, yeah that's, that's... So you can go
2: in like swipe in and see okay so this is little pizza heaven here on the map Uh, yeah and then you can get a special deal or whatever but yeah and you can see like where the bathrooms (laughs) are and you do the whole thing and then the sponsorship so it's it's a way so when you go there it's just a map so yeah basically what i'm trying to say though at the end of the day is just thinking outside the box and thinking something creative Mm -hmm. um and sometimes it takes fucking days or months to think of something that really fucking connects but um it's something that your brain should always be trying to focus on hey how can i be unique how can i stand out how can when someone see my page you go oh this is different this is something that's interesting but yeah, don't want to fucking ramble on too long but
0: just thought it might be cool to toss up that yeah i like that instagram page thing that's really cool
1: that's crazy hey man Hmm. that kind of makes my uh you know makes the gears in my mind start fucking going that's what i'm hoping for
2: man that's the whole point of it sometimes man the this weirdest little thing you see will set off this inspiration that changes your life man Mm -hmm. it's crazy some of these um like simple like little campaigns that people don't realize will be the next big thing for you but yeah man especially for when you're doing something like content creation I look at content creation and like social media, very similar to the music industry, that like one big video or one big song can make your whole career. Mm-hmm. Same thing with fucking social media, man.
0: Yeah. Well that's like yeah, for fuck's sakes, look at Lil' Pump. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well that's like the whole yeah. thing you were talking about with like TikTok and shit too. And like when I was put when I first started my TikTok account, like my videos were getting like 11, 1200, you know, sometimes they were doing pretty good, getting like five thousand. But then one video I posted it fucking blew up it I think currently right yeah, now like it's at one point you know? I think it's 1.3 million and it, it's still going up every single day and then I have another video that's at 700,000 and another video that's at 450 and like those videos may not be in the algorithm right now but like fuck it could take like a month and you never know they could be back like people will randomly like that video you know back or like they'll look at my shit like fucking it's crazy Yeah, and then you have videos.
2: I'm pissed off. You stopped, man. You had a good fucking thing going on. Like, if you're doing that gaming stuff, like if you're still focused on trying to build a gaming brand or something like that, dude, like those clip, like for clips on there, man, you go
1: crazy. Yeah, I honestly like. I love gaming. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love streaming, but. I don't want to be like the fucking guy to be like, this is not going to happen again. But I, in a sense lost my chance. And like, it was fucking a grind to get back to where I would need to be. Cause when I was grinding for hundred these I was streaming every single day for 12 hours. I was getting that recognition. I was getting people fucking, you know, I was, I could have, if I would have taken that route, I would have been able to continue streaming, making money, doing streaming content. Cause like, that's what my life was all about then. And then, I went back to work, and I lost it all. And I tried doing it again the next year, and it was fucking impossible.
2: Yeah, well, uh, the thing is, though, it doesn't necessarily have to be streaming. Like, I wouldn't even, like, necessarily say your streaming numbers is what makes you successful. If you look Mm -hmm. at someone like Feudivs, for example. Like, Feudive's is fucking killing it on YouTube. I don't even know what he does on, on Twitch, but, like, Feudive's started posting when? You know who Feudive's? is? No. So he does S and D, got like a nuke on S and D and that what made him go big. you check Holy him out shit. on YouTube, he has eight hundred and twenty thousand K. But he started posting like fuck, when did he start posting? Yeah, his uh yeah, he's dropped a nuke on search and destroy video at six point six million. He's fucking nasty. But oh, damn, um, but he only started like a year and a half ago, if that. So I wouldn't say give up, but mm-hmm. I get what I, you're saying,
1: man. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it. Like I'm gonna keep streaming and like posting content and stuff. But like my main goal right now is to focus on this podcast and like get this to a point where I think that it's, I wouldn't say successful enough, but like where I want it to be, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll toss some other little ideas at you. I, I had um, okay. So, and this is again just trying to think outside the box. Uh, So I wanted to do, like, a a show under my brand, like, the Be Lazy brand. Mm -hmm. And basically, it was a car car interview, car, like, step-by-step, whatever. But, like, for example, I wanted to take, there was uh, Maddie Kennedy, who's a massive makeup artist in the city. I don't know if you've seen her shit. It's fucking crazy, though. Mm, Do you know who she is, Maddie? Maybe.
1: I think so. There's also one girl that lives in Brandon. She does some crazy shit
2: is the, uh we might be talking about the singer all right i'm is that her name madison kennedy madison. uh i don't know i'll find her but um you oh, found her check this out so this is all on her face <laughs> it's like the weirdest way to do it but yeah oh, that's wow. crazy
1: yeah, there's another girl uh, to, in Brandon who does oh, stuff shit. like that. Whoa, okay, that's pretty
0: fucked up.
2: So I, I wanted her because she was doing makeup. <coughs> I was like, hey, let's do an interview style, and I'm going to ask you questions, and you do your makeup, and I'm going to be off-roading. <laughs> 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 or, like, I wanted to get, like, Blitz in there or something and do, like, reading mean tweets tweets to It's mm. like just like oh, but like i like I'm, I'm good buddies with blitz like I, I love that kid but like it would be funny to just like and i think it would also he would love it because it's a chance for him to like like showcase like oh like i can take a fucking choke yeah but just like yeah, immediately just roast him but yeah like doing something was just like you know a little bit outside the box and i'm not saying like obviously what you guys are doing isn't outside the box like i think even just starting a podcast is a fucking big fucking step in the right direction mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool shit though that's obviously untapped market
0: yeah you know we're still starting off so there's still plenty of time and room to expand
2: yeah different horizons yeah and if you're getting these big guys that's fucking huge yeah, man. even just to like even just a lead to get these people on your fucking thing yeah well i i literally
1: would... i went into their stream uh a couple days ago and i was like I just typed out I was like, "Hey, I know this is a long shot, but I just started a podcast and I was wondering maybe you would be interested in being in an episode." And they were like read it out in chat and they're like, "Yeah, man." They're like just hit me up like fucking hit me in the DMs and shit. And I was like, "What it wh- <laughs> what did you just say?" And and then you bro, everyone the off. <laughs> everyone in their chat was like www like, "Oh my god." And I'm like, "Holy fuck, like, you know, it's crazy." Yeah, it's
2: motivating, hey? Mm-hmm. When you get like some recognition like that, all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh shit, this weird, crazy dream might actually be possible.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah, excited. I want to do a St. Patrick's Day one where we just get absolutely fucking hammered. <laughs> and then I want to do a 420 one where we just get as high as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it's, good. it's crazy too because
1: uh, if you, what is it? If you live in an area where weed or something is legal, you're allowed to do it in videos and you can't get in trouble for it? On Twitch? Anywhere, I think. Anywhere. I think on YouTube nice. also. Nice. Yeah. That as, makes long sense. As, you, as long as you like, express yes, where you're from, and yeah. be
0: like, it's legal where we
2: are. Yeah, I remember fucking Summit when she lost his like, monster sponsorship. Yeah, because like he had a bong. bong.
0: Yeah, he had a bong. Yeah. It, it, he didn't even take a hoot. It was just chilling in the back on a desk. Yeah. And, but like, then, like he takes like, rips all the time on fucking on stream now. Yeah.
2: But and you'll just like see, him, like, him yeah, but see him like
0: disappear. Yeah. he will see him like disappear for a second, <laughs> yeah. and then he'll like pick up and blow it up. <laughs> like,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. No, he's an animal. That guy. He's been fucking on top of the Twitch game for fucking years.
0: For like a decade.
2: Who are you guys watching on Twitch right now?
0: <laughs> Fuck, Nick Merks honestly like i I have a kind of weird i don't really like i
1: watch twitch but at the same time i don't it's kind of like you know that background because i'll be gaming right i got my three monitors so i'll be gaming on this one and i'll have like a twitch stream open here and discord open on the other one so it's like i can Mm -hmm. just be gaming and i'll look over and just like watch that and then go back to you know yeah
0: i I watch i watch nate hill a lot uh that gorgeous man i love nate hill he's awesome
2: oh he's on phase isn't he (laughs) It was on a, on a, that red carpet with mongrel. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched him, I watched like uh, a couple like European dudes like from the Sidemen, like uh, like these dudes called Cold Ones from Australia.
2: I know know Cold Ones, I watch their YouTube videos
0: all the time. Yeah, I love them. And then I watched the Misfits, like Swagger Souls and Fitz and Mason and all them
2: never touch those guys but that's the other thing too like that um people understand too like i spend so much time on social because i have to like i have to know what's going on in the whole fucking world because we're trends and shit Mm -hmm, so even like when i'm not working it's like thank god i love social media and i am hoping i never like lose that love because it's important just to obviously know what's going on right fuck yeah what do you guys ever check out uh like uh, Miss and
0: those guys, like uh, that group. Not, not frequently. I know who they like. I know who the Miskit is, but like, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm an avid watcher.
1: Mm-hmm. Same.
0: Got gotcha,
1: you, got gotcha.
0: you. Cool. Honestly, I kind of like lost my Twitch kind of like desire to watch because like some people just like take such extended breaks where you're like, or like the Australian dudes are the hardest to watch because you got to watch them at like two or three in the morning. You know, with like when they're awake and doing their thing at like their normal time. It's like mm-hmm. we're going to bed or we're sleeping already. But yeah, but uh, I'm more of a YouTube guy. I love YouTube.
1: One person you should check out, Blaze, is uh my homie Mocha. Yo, shout out Mocha from the last video. If you guys haven't watched it, go check it out for sure. Um, yeah, she's fucking cool. She, she's, she's fucking, she's awesome, dude. The vibes and the shit are so high. She's on Twitch. She has a YouTube oh, page cool. too, but she hasn't been posting in five months. I think she's gonna start Jeez. posting again.
0: She cracks on. eggs on her head all yeah,
1: the dude. time. Yeah, dude, she's Pretty
0: wild. Cute. She's a wild man. Like literally, just takes an egg and like just poof, right on the dome.
2: Yeah, Not <laughs> if that was like like a thing of Tourette's, just like, getting slapped.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just randomly just like fuck.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um do you have any goals in your life like make your first million dollars uh make your fucking first 10 million own a tesla own a ferrari like
0: tesla um
2: i don't know man it's corny as it sounds i want to toss a bunch of money to my mom that's like one of my big things um I, know, I fucking hated that answer, but it's the truth. No, I mean, I <laughs> uh, mean that's,
1: fair. that's fair. Like, I
0: would I do the same sounds so thing. just so fucking corny. It's never never bad to want to help out your parents, right? Yeah.
2: But, um, I don't know. In terms of, like, owning some shit, yeah, obviously, I want to get some, like, flashy shit. But um, my goal right now is to really just start investing, really get into real estate investing. One of our big clients, um, they're a university that actually teaches real estate and um, I've went to Toronto and Ottawa. I was directing content shoots out there for them and I learned a lot about it. And yeah, it's it's it makes just so much sense to invest into rental properties and flips and stuff. And it's crazy, man. Like you can, um, if someone's selling a house, for example and you think that it's a good opportunity for a flip you can purchase the rights to buy it not even put any money down and then sell that to someone who is interested in purchasing it you can add like a ten thousand dollar upsell to it mm-hmm. so you can literally get a piece of paper <clears throat> sell it to someone like if you're selling a house and make ten thousand dollars in a blink of an eye, like it's crazy the real estate game that i just had no idea about but it's something i definitely want to get more in, invested into mm-hmm. um and then yeah just a couple different things but nothing too in particular um yeah man nothing crazy
1: that's still good though. I mean, like, you, your fucking mom and shit supported you growing up and shit. Like, she, you know, you gotta give back to, like, the people who cared about you and, like, you know, especially parents, grandparents, you know. Well, I mean, if you have any grandparents that are still alive, right? Like, give back to them. Give back to fucking just, you know, like, family and stuff. You gotta, they support you in their own way, you know?
0: That's a lot Boy, of things man. that,
1: like, people don't realize, like, when they fucking grow up, or not like, not grow up, when they, like, get traction and they start making all this money, they turn into, like, a completely different person. Like, you, yeah, you have this money and shit, but, like, you gotta stay humble or else you're gonna, you know, be, like, a fucking dick.
2: Yeah, no, I refuse to do that. That's, like, one of the biggest things I, like, fucking refuse to become. Like, I hate wearing suits and shit, like, I refuse to do that. <laughs> That's one of the things, too, is feeling natural in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one of the good things. Like, Holy fuck, water bottle. That thing's the
1: size of your body, man. Buddy, I drink this one or two of these a day.
0: Straight vodka. <laughs> Just Patron. Hey, <laughs> yeah, boys.
1: Fuck yeah. Um, where can people find you? Any socials or shoutouts that you want to give?
2: Uh, check out HiKey. That's the only thing I really want to push. The other thing, too, is... And I was even a little like hesitant on joining on this just because I'm like I like uh it's kind of being behind the scenes. It's more mm-hmm. my thing. But yeah, so but go check out Hikey. If anyone needs any like marketing tips or stuff, I'm always down to to help people. You can just DM me personally. Um yeah, I'm always willing to help out people. I don't care about fucking charging someone. I'm more than happy
1: to jump on a call with
2: someone. And if you're ever looking to grow your socials, you can hit me
1: up too. Awesome, awesome. So uh, thank you guys very much for viewing another episode and listening to another episode of the Big Chillin' Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. We will uh, catch you on the next episode. Peace.